Today, we are talking about party details, the little things that make a celebration extra special. Whether it's an adult's birthday or a kid's birthday or a holiday party, I'm going through lots of ways to make it special and memorable. To me, it's all about those little details, and that doesn't always mean it has to be expensive. Some of my favorite details from events that I've thrown aren't pricey at all. It's more about the advanced thinking and the creative thinking and the personalization and sometimes getting crafty with a glue gun. This episode is packed with lots of ideas to make your next celebration unique and personalized and fun. We're talking about everything from the invitation to the little goodbye gift or treat and everything in between. It's all about the fun little party details today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me today. I love talking about parties and celebrations. I just think even if you're listening to this real time in 2020 when this episode is landing and the world is weird and things are limited and parties are limited, I still think that we should have celebrations. It Maybe it's modified and small. Uh, through quarantine, we did a couple parties, just our family. So whatever you do, whenever you're listening to this, I think that we can make parties and celebrations extra special while focusing on the details. So I'm going to talk just kind of in general because I like thinking positive and we will be on the other side of this at some point, hopefully sooner than later, and we will have celebrations again just like we want. So we're going to talk about celebrations in general, birthday parties, adult parties, kid parties, holiday parties, and everything in between. I just wanted to mention that off the bat about quarantine because I don't want to sound um, tone deaf talking about parties in a time when parties are kind of limited. But at the same time, I think it's fun to think about and plan. And it's fun to get new ideas right here in the here and now to use for later. And I want to really try to create episodes that are timeless that you could come back to and listen to when you're in the thick of planning for a party and you can kind of come back and listen to it and get lots of good ideas. So we're getting into it. We're talking about celebrations uh, on the small scale, on the big scale, with a smaller budget and with a bigger budget. I always say with parties and things like this, in my life, I never have either a good amount of time or a good amount of money. I never have both at the same time. I feel like I either have time or money, but never both at the same time. So depending on the age and stage of your life, you might want to spend more time if you have it crafting some of these things. And if you don't have the time, but if you have some more money to spend on it, then you might want to buy some of these things. For me, it's like a no judgment zone. Sometimes my go-to is usually I do right in the middle. Some certain things that I know I can buy and get exactly what I want. And a lot of times it's not that expensive, like bunting banners from Etsy, 
you know, I could make on my own, but it could take me five hours and, or two hours, depending on how intense it is. And it could not be exactly what I want, or I could buy one for $16 on Etsy and have it in a week. And it's exactly what I want. So I don't have any like pride in like everything has to be handmade myself just because I'm all about throwing a great event and enjoying the process. And I think sometimes if you want to hand make everything, depending on how many guests you have and the size of the party, it can make it overwhelming and it could kind of be like the party planning prep that feels like it never ends. I like to enjoy the process. I like to have fun with it and enjoy setting up and enjoy the party. For me, that's really been like the sweet spot of party planning and events is enjoying the process because if the process is not fun, the the couple hour party is never going to feel worth it. You know, because we plan for these things for sometimes months ahead of time. If you don't enjoy the process, I'm telling you it's not worth it. So if you're in that kind of rut right now when you plan something that it's just miserable, let's shake it up. And I have so much more content coming about parties and party planning I love it so much and I've learned so much over the years. I've made so many mistakes. I've wasted money. I've wasted time. So I'm putting together an online course all about how to throw awesome kids parties. Now, all the information really overlaps to any parties, but I'm doing it specifically for kids parties because that's my jam. That's my sweet spot. I just, I really love celebrating kids and making them feel so special on their birthday and throwing parties that everyone has a blast and laughs and celebrates and connects. And it's just a really memorable experience. So um, in this podcast, we're talking about all sorts of parties in the course that I am working on creating that is specifically about kids parties. Because I also want to get very specific. I want it to be like, here's your checklist. This is what I would do two months out, one month out. This is what I would do the week before, the day before, the night before. And here are your checklists for vendors to consider, types of food, types of themes, types of activities, ways to keep parents entertained. So it's not one of those kids' parties where parents are like counting down the seconds so they can go enjoy their Saturday how they want, all the things. So that course is taking me quite a while to put together because it is so robust and it really is like a blueprint for how I think you could plan really fun kid parties. But in the here and now, we're going to talk about these details that just make it special. Sometimes it's something personalized with each guest's name on it. Now, I don't do this as much as other details for parties just because it's a pain. It's difficult if people, if sometimes people come extra. So what if someone RSVPs at the last second and you didn't have the personalized thing made for them or maybe a sibling comes or somehow you forgot someone? That whole thing, if it's not something you can make up on the fly, makes me nervous. Unless it's an adult dinner party, then it's perfect. Like if you're doing an adult dinner party and you're and you're doing four couples, I absolutely love some sort of nameplate, something that has their name on it. You could make it yourself. You could engrave a little candle with it. I personally love like die cut, like mirrored lettering. If you're doing a sit down dinner where you put their name on their plate or on a little favor box, I think is so special. I will link in the show notes, my favorite vendors, the girl that I use for making signs. She makes all my backdrop signs for parties. And she also makes 
um, hang tags for me that I put on our Christmas stockings with people's names on it. That's a really great party detail and something custom you can do or just do custom tags. And she does like you could do clear acrylic. I've actually done a round of them at my house with everyone's name on it just so I can throw it on Valentine's boxes or Christmas presents or all sorts of different things. So that's another thing that I love with parties is just doing, if you're going to do names, think about different creative ways you could incorporate all your guest names into the event. I think it just makes it extra special. And if you want to do it on your own, there's so many cool things you could do with lettering and make your own little table setting and just use stickers, like stickers from a craft store and put the people's names on it. It could be on a traditional kind of name card or it could be on a little box. I love having some sort of little sweet treat. So say you're throwing a party for a friend. I love if you're doing a seated table, having some sort of like each person has a little tiny jar of if, if the birthday person has a specific want, like when I did my girlfriend's Heather's, just a couple details of her 50th birthday. It was in LA at Tao. It was fantastic. She did all of it. She did the tables and the florals and all the things, but I wanted to add a little something. So I did little candies that she loves, like that are very specific to her in these cute little, I mean, they almost would look like candle holders, but these cute little candy jars and put one um, by each person's water glass. So it's like, you know, you sit down and you have a little snack. And then sometimes I'll do that with dessert too. Do like little cups of marshmallows and chocolate chips, depending on what the theme is. But my point is, is you can really do so many special cool details without making it too complicated. So it doesn't have to be a big headache and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I think that there are so many ways that you can add in little food items and you can add in little name plates and personalize things just to make it so special. For me, it's all about creative thinking, spending time on Google and spending time on Pinterest just to make, just to think of the details. And if you're throwing it for somebody else, I always do a brain dump of like things they love things they love, even if it's totally random. They love the beach. They love red vines. They, they love whatever. They love stars. They love the color red, right? Do a big brain dump. And so this works for a kid or this works for, um, an adult's party, whatever, whatever you're doing. If it's for somebody, I love writing down all the little things because even if one thing just ends up jumping out at you, it's so worth it. And such a fun way to kind of personalize the experience. On that note, if you're doing a party for somebody else, I love to ask all of the guests to do something. Think of a advanced version of a toast. I love a toast moment as part of the celebration, but it doesn't always work out. You might be in a loud restaurant. A lot of people don't feel comfortable doing a toast, or it's just hard to get all your thoughts together in a toast when, you know, there's a bunch of people around, maybe you've had a glass of champagne or two. So I love asking people ahead of time to fill out something. And I've done a a similar version of this in a bunch of different ways. Um, But I love if you ask everyone to email you and maybe you print them on little cards and then you put them in a certain jar or you give them in a certain way. Another way that I've done it is I have collected photos from everybody and collected a sweet kind of cheers, um, have everyone write down a cheers moment, and then I make a photo book and give it to them 
that day. So it's a photo book of all of us friends together and each person with the birthday boy or girl, and then sort of like a cheers toast inside the book for everyone is such a great group gift and something so fun to have at their seat when they come and when they sit down. I just think it's extra special. I love having photos around. I love the uh, little Polaroid frames. I always get mine at Urban Outfitters or UrbanOutfitters.com. They have like the little glitter frames and you can even print photos at home. They don't have to be perfect because they're going behind, you know, this kind of like almost like a snow globe with glitter in front. So I've done these on the fly all the time where if I'm going to have a last minute dinner party for girlfriends, I'll pick my favorite photo. Uh, Say there's four girls coming over. I'll make five of them. So there's one in front of my seat too. And I want one too. And I put the picture in there. So then when they go sit down, it's like one of our favorite pictures of all of us, all five of us all together. And it just makes for a special detail. Even if it's a very casual event and you're not spending a bunch of money, those photos I either print at home or I'll do like a quick target print and pick them up. And then I get the little frames that are less than $10 each. And so it makes for a really nice, sweet little, sweet little um, table setting. For the birthday that I just had, when I had friends come to the deck in Laguna Beach, we did a cabana rental. And so we had an outdoor dinner and it started out light when everyone arrived, but then it got dark pretty quickly. So what I did is on Amazon, I just bought white little stands. Think about a clothing line like that you would dry clothes on like that, but a mini version. And I printed little wallet size photos of me and the person. Favorite memories. They weren't even like the best photos. It was more like my favorite memories with each person. And then I got those little tiny twinkle lights that have L- that are LED lights that are battery powered. And I wrapped the little poles of it. So it was this cute little stand with two rows of photos. So when my guests walked in, it was part of the decor and then they took it as a little goodbye gift. That is my favorite is if you can incorporate something that adds to the decor that also doubles as their goodbye gift, I think is really sweet. For this dinner, because I just did four couples plus us, I did four little tropical gift bags for my friends. So I found these cosmetic bags on Amazon that were palm leaves that matched our tropical theme. And then I went to Nordstrom and I found, I just pulled all my favorite things that worked in our color palette. So I was doing all blush pinks with the tropical. And so some of them were inexpensive. Some of them were a little bit more expensive. I got my favorite MAC palette. I got a travel mascara. I got a luggage tag that perfectly matched the theme. I got a little lip mask, like one of those peel off lip masks that you use from Tula. I love their under eye brightening before you put on your foundation. And that happens to be a blush pink color. I got these really great pill containers, like vitamin containers that are blush pink that you would pop in your purse to take your vitamins with you on the go. What am I forgetting? I feel like there was one or two 
more little goodies in there. Sometimes I'll search around on Amazon and I'll find things, but I really try to find things that are my favorites when I'm going to put together a sweet little bag like this. So to me, and then I wrote on the luggage tag, the luggage tag doubled as my kind of gift tag. And it said a few of my favorite things for you. One of my favorite people love Lindsay. And so it just made it, you know, like a, a little gift. And I know it's kind of crazy sometimes to think that, okay, wait, you're giving people gifts on your birthday. But to me, it was a small group, sweet friends. I'd rather do that than get them something crazy during the holiday time. Like it just, it was such a sweet moment and such a close group of friends. Other times, and then I had a birthday lunch with some of my mom friends from school. And I gave them two of my favorite books that are really, that have really inspired me and I've gotten a lot of value from and I just wrapped them up. They didn't happen to go in the blush pink tropical theme that I was rocking this whole birthday season for me. But I did a bunch of colors of tools and ribbons and I tied them both together and tied them up. And I gave them the books and I, um, you know, said a little, said a little thing when I was giving them to them saying, you know, these books are, these books really impacted me. I learned a lot from them. You guys are awesome and fabulous. And I think that you'll get some value out of them too. And then I gave them a little, my little stack of books. And so that's another sweet way to do it. And some friends have said, when I had, like I did that on my 30th birthday, I gave everyone the Four Agreements book. If you haven't read that book, it's a quick read and it's so great. It talks about being impeccable with your word and um, just just really great positive things that we talk about on this podcast all the time. But the Four Agreements is such a great book. So that's what I gave on my 30th birthday. And then this year on my 39th birthday to my mom friends, I gave The Simple Art of Not Giving an F that I talk about all the time talks about letting little things go, not getting caught up in things that really don't matter. I love that book. And then I think I gave the four agreements again, because it was a different, different group. Yes, I did. Because I love it. It's just such a positive, simple read. I know a lot of us um, busy people and busy moms feel like we haven't read books in years, like actual books. But I read, I read actual books that I want to write in and highlight and see the words because there's so many kind of like zinger lines that stick with you. In general, I definitely do a lot more audiobooks than anything else, but certain books I love a hard copy of. So if I'm doing gifts, um, if I'm do- making doing books as gifts, I'll try to pick those type of books, that, books that people would actually want to read, read. Okay, so those are kind of like the little gifts that I would give. My friend Heather Dubrow is the, the master at giving gifts. So if she does a dinner party, she will do something fabulous. Like one year she did a Tom Ford candle and I think a lipstick that was also called the same thing. And it said, you're effing fabulous on both items. And I still have the candle. It was so hilarious and sweet. And then she'll give the guys something cool and dudish, like some sort of um, vodka set or something that's just very custom in a cool box. And all the details are next level, but she does. I've never done dude presents too. I always just do them for the girls, but she goes next level and she will have a little gift in the same box with everybody's name on it at their seat. And it's so sweet. And again, even hers don't have to be crazy expensive. It's not about, you know, it's not about getting the most expensive item. It's just something that fits, fits the event, fits the mood, fits the crowd. But I think it's really special and and really fun. Also along those lines, if you're going to a party and you want to bring something, I love something creative. 
So let's try to think outside of bringing a bottle of wine or a bottle of champagne, which is always sweet and appreciated. But I like something that's either personalized in some way or specific to them. So say you're going to get a bottle of Vuv. So you're going to pay, what, $60 for a bottle of champagne. Whereas if you know you're going to go to this event, you could hop on Pottery Barn or Etsy and get something custom for the same amount of money. You just have to think of it ahead of time. Think, okay, I know we're going to go to their house for this dinner party. I want to spend $60. What's the coolest thing I could get? And you could personalize a cheese board or you could do some sort of wine glass situation. So many different things you can do. But I think if you look on your calendar ahead of time, it will prompt you to think of, okay, I'm going to want to bring a gift with me to that event. What could I bring that's creative? And then just do it ahead of time. I love incorporating photos whenever possible. And I also like doing personalized signs. So chalkboard signs to personalize things, or you can hire someone. I work with a girl that does custom signs for me for every event. Sometimes I do lots of signs, like 10. Other times, like this last party I just did for Stella, I did one main sign that was really bright and colorful and special. (coughs) Sorry. But I feel like the personalized signs just make a party. It's like you walk in and you get it. The vibe and the energy of the party and the theme. And again, a lot of times it's just in that creative thinking and that advanced planning. Same thing with balloons. You can do them on your own or you can hire someone to do it. I do both. This last time I wanted balloon arches and things that were definitely above my pay grade. So I uh, uh, hired an awesome, awesome, sweet girl that I will link below in the show notes. But I think the balloons can really make for a party and you can do them strategically. I've done balloons myself with kind of double-sided tape or taping them on the bottom. And I've created a whole backdrop of just balloons. And I am in no way a balloon artist or trying to be. But I think there's so many ways with balloons and personalized banners and chalkboard signs that you can make an event, even a simple event, look really personal and look really special. Another way that you can take an event to the next level in an easy way is to rent things. And even if it's for a birthday party, rent them from a wedding rental company. A lot of times I'll find in the off season, you can get a great deal on a big package of things And it's a lot easier for them than working with someone for a long time for a wedding. So you can often get a great deal. When I threw Stella's Arabian Nights birthday party, I did camel rides. I had the monkey from the hangover there. It was a really cool. We had belly dancers and I had a big tent. We dropped it at the Orange County Fairgrounds, which is where we had the party. And it was so decorated. It was probably one of my most decorated parties just because I wasn't starting at the beginning doing all everything from scratch. And it wasn't nearly as expensive as it looked and as you would think because it was a wedding vendor in the off season. I was super flexible on what I needed. I met her at her storage unit. I picked out the different things. I styled it. And so it was a great way to make it very easy on me and I just rented everything and they brought it and they took it away. And it was, it was 
really glamorous and felt like a very full party, but did not require a lot of time or money from me, which is always a good thing. So look at what you can rent when you make your big list of what you want at your event, at your party. Make your big list and then figure out what are you going to make yourself? What are you going to buy online? What are you going to find someone to make custom for you? I love a good brain dump when I'm thinking about the start of a party. Brain dump everything and then let's organize it and make a plan and make a timeline. And then you can always eliminate things. I think throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Sometimes I think we're for sure going to have this and this and this. And then when the pricing comes back, I'm like, well, that makes no sense. That doesn't even, that would, you know, barely have an impact or that wouldn't even, you know, be nearly that exciting to be worth that amount of money. So then I'll either find another vendor or scratch that idea and um, do other things. And even though maybe you're bummed because you didn't do it, no one will ever know the difference. I love a good brain dump at the very beginning. And if you can, do it right when you know about the event. That way you have time to order bunting banners on Etsy or you have time to make things yourself. It's so much fun to put together the little details on your own. Just to see it all come together is so it's so rewarding in general, but especially if you've done some of the details yourself by hand on your own, it's just the best. If you're doing a kid's party, Think about what they could do creatively. Kids love, little kids love to play in sand. One year I did a big cardboard pink sand castle and put a bunch of sand in the middle and all the kids had a blast in it and they could even color the outside of it. It was really great. One year I did a carnival party and I put together my own carnival games. I love where you throw the ping pong ball into the clear cup. So I bought a whole setup for that and did little prizes that I got on an Oriental Trading Company. I'm telling you, I either have extra time or extra money, but never both. So I just kind of adjust based on what makes sense. But I'm always very hands-on. I'm always doing all the setup and the put together. I love the creativeness that is involved when you really dive in. And I think party planning can be so much fun. And especially when you think about who you're throwing the party for or for yourself What would you really like or what would they really love? Or for all the guests coming, what could I add here that would just make it extra special? I love some sort of creative invitation. Now, even if I do a paperless post or an Evite invitation, I still do a real invitation just because I think it sets the tone for the party. It lets people know that they're coming to an awesome party and you've thought of all the different details you know, things like maybe you're doing a an under-the-sea party, your mermaid party. So maybe you'll give a message in a bottle with the invitation in the bottle and then some sand and seashells inside. Whether you send it or drop it off or give it to kids at school, I just think it makes you so excited leading up to the party. And a lot of times these things are pretty easy and inexpensive to put together. It's just a matter of the creative thinking. I always do a live invitation as well as the online invitation. Online is so much easier to keep everything together. So you know who's RSVP'd. It's fun for other people to know who's coming. But this way, you have your bases covered. So you're not trying to chase down text messages and emails all over the place of who has RSVP'd and who has not. You still have all that in one place. You're just also giving a live invitation. And I'm telling you, you know, depending on what it is, they put it on the refrigerator and they look forward to it. One year for Stella's seventh birthday, her celebration, I did big 
confetti poppers, but they were actually not confetti. They were streamer poppers. Confetti poppers go everywhere. And it's like the littlest pieces of confetti that is, I feel like is mean to send home with, with a child for, for the parent's house. So we did streamers and they were like metallic gold and silver streamers, like New Year's Eve poppers, the big ones, like big ones that are like 16 inches long. And then I had a custom sticker made and we wrapped it and it says, you know, please come to Stella's celebration. It was like a New Year's Eve theme. We did a balloon drop, like a ball drop on New Year's Eve. Super fun. But those details just make it so exciting. I've done a bunch of things like that. Um, I've given beach balls or sometimes it's just an invitation. Um, one year, Presley did a spring party. So we did little little tiny Easter baskets and there were little candies in some of the eggs and there was like one big golden egg and inside was the invitation for the spring party that we had an Easter egg hunt at, which was really special. I just think if you do your brain dump write everything out, and then start searching ahead of time. You can find so many great ideas online, ways to personalize your party, ways to give little favors, whether it's a kid party or an adult party, ways to personalize it and just make the whole experience seem special. Incorporate photos, do little signs either by the food or by the drinks or um, do signs at every station so people know where different things are or different activities or what they're supposed to do at each activity. I just think by adding in these details, you make the event feel so special. And I think sometimes people get in the mindset of, well, I don't, I only am spending this much on the party, so I can't even think about details. But I'm telling you, that is what makes a small, I, I love a simple party on a budget. I think that if you think of those details ahead of time, it will look so special. Like don't get in the mindset of limiting yourself by thinking, oh, I'm such a limited budget. I really can't do anything. No, spend your limited budget on things and just take more time. Work on it a little bit each night and craft it yourself or build it yourself or build a backdrop wall by yourself. Sometimes I'll just wrap a back, uh, like a wood panel, a wood wall, a lightweight wood wall so it's easy to move in wrapping paper and then I'll decorate around it or, and hang streamers on it. These things do not have to be expensive. You just have to figure out your theme and your idea and then figure out the ways to do it, whether you do it on your own or you have someone help you or you have someone fully do it. Whatever it is, I'm telling you, the party, the details of the party is what makes people remember it and have the most fun and go home feeling like, God, what a special, cool event. Just those little things. So I'm telling you, whatever budget you have, it's all in the details, whatever the theme, whatever the time of year, whatever the celebration. I think if you really plan ahead and think about the details of it, you will have a really extra special, awesome event. Thank you so much for listening. So much more to come on parties and party planning. I'm so excited to launch this course. Of course, I will let you know when that launches because listen, the celebrations will go on and we will make them awesome. I hope you really got a lot of value today um, talking about party details. Thank you so much for listening. Ping me at Lindsay's Cloud on Instagram and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.